Welcome to episode 116 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Today I'm going to announce the winners of the fire assignment and set the stage for the next assignment that starts from this day. Also I'm going to talk just a little about the sponsorship by DxO Labs who I've teamed up with to get a free copy of their uh, DxO Optics Pro and uh, Film Pack and that's Optics Pro version 5 by the way, the new one. And that's going to be the prize for uh, the assignment winner at the end of the assignment that we kick off today uh, but the one that has the most accumulated votes since we did that uh, like the yearly prize earlier in 2007 so stay tuned for that So let's get right down to it and find out who was voted as the top three images in the fire assignment. As usual, we'll do this in reverse order and remember that if you usually jump to the images by entering the number, members' images start with an M for member. The first one we're going to look at is the third place winner. This is TV Photo, real name Jason Vadnehis, and please let me know if I've just butchered your name, Jason. And the image is uh, Flaming Apple, which is M0, uh, sorry, M7010. This is a beautiful capture. It's, um, Jason has basically, it looks like he's polished an apple, and he's placed it on some thick paper or something, and then just basically set it alight, and the flames are engulfing the apple and reaching up and heading out of the top of the frame there. The position of the apple and the flames is really nice, just sort of off-center there towards the left side, and leaving that's basically leaving a nice tasteful dark patch to the right. And there's also a sort of a little bit of reflection on what looks like a glass surface of the table or something. And also, that just really adds in, you know, a nice touch. It's uh, all in all just a really exquisite image. So congratulations to Jason on third place. Very well done. In second place is image M7148, which is a shot called My Flame from Edwin C., real name Edwin Collingridge. This is another stunning image from Edwin, who, if you remember, scooped first place in the low perspective and simplicity assignments. Great to see you consistently creating winning images, Edwin, and this is certainly another one of them. Edwin has uh, shot his wife's uh, eye very close up with what looks like probably a 100mm macro lens, and in the pupil is two lit candles linking back to the the fire theme. We can see from the notes that uh, the subject is lit only by the light from the candles, so hats off to Edwin's wife for staying still under the circumstances. The depth of field and detail is amazing and you know the clarity of the candles reflected in the eye just perfect. The skin tones are very warm, probably because of that uh, candle, white, candle light, but um, you know the crop, everything, it's all, all just comes together really well. 
I've been trying to get my other half to do a close-up of her, of her eye for years, so I'm actually quite envious of Edwin for more reasons than just getting the great shot here. Anyway, trying not to digress, uh, congrats on the uh, second place, Edwin, and it really is just a, a wonderful image. So let's now take a look at the winning image for this uh, really pretty difficult assignment. With M7142 scooping first place for the third time is HQ's Bud or Forest Tanaka with flame number 19. Firstly, I have to say before we even look at Forest's image that I love the name. Um, the you know I number images myself a lot, especially when I have a series to upload. But this single study named in this way really reminds me of Edward Weston's uh, Pepper Number Thirty. I don't know if this was intentional. Hopefully, Forrest will be able to let us know later. But I really can just imagine um, you know Forrest working away, shooting lots of frames in a bid to take the fire. Um, you know, to to photograph the fire in just the uh, just the way that it really is necessary to meet his high standards and to satisfy the artist, just as Edward Weston would have done, uh, shooting pepper after pepper in a bid to catch one in just the right way. So I can see from the EXIF data that Forrest has used an 11mm focal length uh, with a shutter speed of 1 4,000th of a second at ISO 800. So he's obviously been doing a lot, you know, pl plenty of trial and error and sort of really narrowing down the effect to get this really quite spectacular result. On the image itself, uh, you know, the, the visual side of the image itself, the first thing that uh, hits me is that it's black and white, you know, turning the warm flames into a series of cold ghostly forms against uh, a pure black background. There are a lot of flames. I can count possibly 13 different flames and then one large flame that was sort of broken away to the top of the um, the shot, the top of the frame there, in uh, in the center of the image. They're, they're all, um, you know, pretty, pretty good-sized flames, uh, especially the flame to the right, uh, and that's really just beautiful. It spreads out. Uh, horizontally to the uh, to the top there across the top of the frame but then the left side as we look at it um, sort of reaches back across to meet the 11th flame as though it's uh, it's really sort of alive and maybe even just doing a kind of sinister dance in the dark so truly amazing work as usual Forrest well done and congratulations on another first place so moving on to the next assignment and um, with all of the information uh, that Landon Michelson's given us recently, uh, I figured that it would be good for us to try our hands at some long exposures. Now, before you start to panic, thinking about um, the fact that you don't have a neutral density filter, things like this, I should say that I'm not necessarily talking about multiple minutes or maybe not even multiple seconds. Um, I think that the person that wins is probably going to have... Um, you know, shown that they've controlled exposure using existing equipment. Uh, that could be maybe just even a PL filter um, and a, a smallish aperture uh, at the right time of day to get some nice slow shutter speeds, resulting in a nice, art art a nice artistic image. As usual, we'll take a quick look at uh, some of my examples um, 
I've picked out a few from my online gallery and obviously I'll be shooting for this myself as well but a few that I have to date uh, that we can just take a quick look at now um, as we you know before we start to wrap up but uh, let's first take a look at image number 1100 this was shot in the summer of 2006 in Hokkaido with a shutter speed of half a second so not very long at all Although I'd shot flowing water a number of times, it was around this time when I myself decided that I was going to start to use the passage of time to include some uh, movement in my shots. There was a nice breeze and I figured that if I used a small aperture and a neutral density filter, I could probably get some nice results. And I actually prefer a different shot from this in this series, but this one was the longest shutter speed at half a second so I figured that I'd use this as an example. I'd set my camera up right in front of the barley so that I could catch it uh, blowing in the breeze and record the movement. I actually stopped down the aperture to f22 for this, but I have to admit that since seeing the effects that apertures um, below f16 have with most lenses, um, you know, they start to lose sharpness. I try now not to go down much below f16 unless I'm uh, really stuck for a slow shutter speed. Of course if you do have a neutral density filter you may be able to keep your lens set to a wider aperture such as f8 uh, which is usually the sharpest aperture for most lenses or f11 to f16. Also if your camera has an ISO 50 setting you could try that which will, of course, make your shutter speed half that of one the one that you'd need if you're using ISO 100. Another option, of course, is to shoot when the available light is low. Image number 984 is one such image that I shot for one of our previous assignments. Here I used a 13-second shutter speed with an ND8 neutral density filter to get all three of the traffic lights exposed at the same level and seemingly sort of turned on at the same time. Of course this meant that all of the cars that passed by during that time left trails on the image um, from their lights. For this particular image I used an aperture of f9 and had changed my ISO to 50. Another example where I waited for the light to dim uh, might be image number 1223 where we can see some uh, somewhat ghostly Japanese red crown cranes in uh, Hokkaido during my December 2006 visit. Now this again is actually not all that long a shutter speed at just 125th of a second but definitely looks long because of the movement in the wings of the cranes and the reason I'm using this as an example is to emphasize I guess uh, that you don't really need to use incredibly long shutter speeds but I think this is not maybe not a great example, but I thought I'd throw it in anyway, just for some extra ideas. And you know, if the other thing really here is, if you wait for for the light, you know, this was right at the end of twilight, and I had had to actually raise the ISO to 800, and was shooting at f 5.6 at 260 millimeters with my 100 to 400 millimeter lens. So I was actually struggling to even get enough light to, for this shot. But, um, you know, at this time of day, had I been shooting something a little bit different, I would have probably, um, you know, got a much longer shutter speed. 
So that's really, I guess, what I'm trying to get at with this example. And I, I have an example of that. A similar time um, is when I shot image number 1438, in which we can see one of my favorite shots from 2007 of the Tatsuzawa Falls. Uh, that was from back in May. Here I was obviously using a slow shutter speed to make the water blur into that silky dreamy look. This was shot in the last minutes of twilight again, so as the, the light was low, um, I didn't have to use a neutral density filter, even to get a shutter speed of 2.5 seconds at f11, and that was with ISO 200. I had of course timed my visit um, for when those nice fresh green leaves were there on the in the tree in front of the falls as some of you some of you will remember from the podcast in which I described my adventures here take a, a listen to episode 88 if you want to hear more about that but didn't catch that particular episode anyway these are just a few examples uh, as usual I'm expecting you guys to surprise me with uh, uh, you know, your, all of your inventive applications of the theme, which is again, as usual, open to your own uh, in your own interpretation. My, like I say, my crane shot may not have been a great example, but um, you know, the 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 shutter speed there is not that important. But you know, I guess what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at is that you know, if you want to go some really long exposures, that's great. Uh, but also, you know, I, I think that you could probably get a good um, effect without going crazy if you if that's how you wanted to do it. I personally think I'm going to try and, and go for some really long exposures and see what I can get. So remember that uh, Landon also provided us with a PDF that is available via this uh, podcast feed. And that has a chart on exposure times and how they're affected by various filters so if you haven't grabbed a copy of that yet, I suggest you do. And also remember that if you are shooting in dark conditions, don't let your camera sort of falsely brighten up the image unless that is in line with your artistic vision. Some dark scenes will be, you know, they're really meant to stay dark. So, you know, you'll need to set your exposure accordingly. Remember that your submission for the assignment has to have been shot after the release of this podcast. So... Check the date on your camera and make sure that it's accurate and start shooting. The assignment gallery will be open until the end of the 20th of January 2008, at which time we'll lock the gallery and turn on the voting system. Voting will go on for two further weeks until the end of February the 3rd. And note that there are also other rules um, and guidelines for the assignment which are detailed in a forum post, so... Please take time to familiarise yourself with that before shooting to avoid disappointment if your image doesn't meet the requirements. I'll link to the post in the show notes, or sort of, you know, you can just go along to the uh, the top of the assignments forum at martinbaileyphotography.com and look for it yourself. As usual, I will award a prize of an original print of your choice uh, to the winner made from uh, any image in my online gallery at martinbaileyphotography.com on the uh, paper of your size and the size of your you know the the size of your choice from the pull downs there um here is the cool thing though we have been um accumulating votes for 
uh, a year and you know we have like a, what we what I was trying to make a yearly grand prize and um you know the like last last year well earlier this year if you remember we closed the first year that went just over a year uh with a camera bag a great camera bag from Lowepro um and this time you know the timing has meant that we're going to be one assignment short they will have will have had five assignments they take two months each so it will only have been 10 months but um at this time i've teamed up with dxo labs to get um the person with the most votes at the end of this assignment a copy of dxo optic pro version 5 that's the new one and their film pack this will be provided as i say to the person with the most votes for the the five assignments that will end, which at the end of this one that we're, we're kicking off today on long exposure. So let's really take this seriously. The You, know, the, you can actually go in, if you look, I'll put a, a link into the show notes, uh, but also um, you can see what the accumulated scores are so far um, by selecting current photo assignment winners and scores from the bottom of the gallery menu at my website. Uh, like I say though, I will put a link to that in the show notes as a reminder. Uh, but take a look, it's close, there's a, a few people at the top. And also, you know, this is one of the things that I've said before. It's not always the people that consistently win that, um, you know, that have, are in with the best chance. It's, you know, they're there of course, but you know, the, you don't have to take first place each time just produce consistently good images that get a lot of votes and that all mounts up and that's where we are right now. So it's going to be really interesting to see this uh, pan out over the next two months as we get the, um, you know, the votes in. And it, you know, really I'm just excited that uh, I have been able to get a, a great sponsor for us again this time. Um, I am going to be inserting a a short passage for each of the the following sort of eight or so uh, podcasts as we as we move towards the the announcement of the winner, and um, but basically you know that uh, the let's see next week I'm going to be aiming to actually do a review podcast in which I'll go through the uh, DXO Optics Pro version five package and hopefully also the film pack in the the same podcast and give my own feedback on this great tool. I have had a play with it, um, and here's the passage, as you'll notice. DxO Optics Pro sets the standard for automatic correction of your digital images. Based on extensive analysis of cameras and lenses, this award-winning software enables photographers to improve hundreds of images quickly, saving time and providing uh, spectacular results. Version 5 of DxO Optics Pro runs on Mac and Windows. Version 5, which has only just been released, uh, incorporates a new generation RAW converter providing more details and less noise artifacts for a new level of image quality. And I have to say that um, I've, had, I've downloaded it from, you know, they've, they've given me a copy and I've installed it. And I'm very impressed. It's it's really good results, and like I say, I'll go into much more detail next week. Hopefully next week, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be able to do this next week, and then uh, you know hopefully you'll enjoy that, and it'll help you to sort of spur you on uh, to provide a 
or to, to upload a, uh, a really good image for the long exposures competition or the, well, it's not a competition, assignment, but when you have a prize like this, uh, I really feel like calling it a competition. So uh, that's, that's really it. Let's, uh, let's call it a day for today. Um, not, not your usual podcast, but, um, you know, this, I think that, uh, we have a lot of long ones. It's off, it's often nice to just sort of have a, an easy week as well. So congratulations to all of the winners uh, of the, the assignment. Look forward to seeing what you come up with, uh, for the next. And thanks to all of those that uh, participated in the assignment, but uh, didn't get quite enough votes to get into the top three. Believe me, your, your shots were all, were all great. So you know, please don't feel down if you if you weren't voted right at the top there. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much again uh, to everybody that uh, got involved in the fire assignment. It's always great to see people uh, sort of participating and getting involved and contributing to this great community. Um, I wanted a quick mention, um, just as a as a um, a forewarning that the uh, the forum software that we use right now is an, an oldish version of uh, PHPBB and I saw something in my RSS feed today that the the gold version, the final version of PHPBB3 is going to be available in three days time and this is something that I've been waiting for for a long time I believe there's a number of features that we'll be able to um, really enjoy in the forum and they'll help us out I've not played around with the beta version um, because I know basically that if I did I would probably not um, be able to resist making it public uh, you know putting it actually going live with that one and that's not what I wanted to do with a piece of beta software um, some would argue that I probably don't want to go live straight away with version 3 but it's been in beta for so long now uh, that I'm pretty confident that it's going to be a great piece of software um, so thanks to everyone in the PHPBB community for making that uh, available and I'm really looking forward to getting upgraded and that's the part that I wanted to mention because um, I don't know how long it's going to take but I'm going to download it when I get some time maybe over the Christmas holidays and then sort of you know create the customized theme for it based on the colors and things that we use in the, uh, the martinbaileyphotography.com website and then, uh, you know, if it looks as though we can get it uploaded in a way, what I'll do is I'll probably have to take the forum down for a short while to actually get the, the databases upgraded and everything. Um, but hopefully it will be um, seamless, relatively seamless, uh, hopefully relatively painless, and, uh, and we'll be able to be up and running with the new forum software by the new year. I'm not going to commit to do that because, uh, you know, I've got, I've got the new camera and lots of shooting to do as well. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to spend a lot more time shooting than messing around with um, the website over the Christmas holidays. But, uh, you know, you never know. If I can find time to do it, that's one, another one of the things on my list to, to get done. Um, a quick word about the Hokkaido workshop. Remember, if you, uh, if you are interested, it would be great if you could sort of get your, your, your place booked. Everything else is now booked and... Um, I have to add each person individually as, as they come along now. Uh, but, of course, I don't mind doing that. I'd rather have more numbers. Uh, but the longer you wait, the more um, likely it is that I will not be able to get you into the 
uh, into the hotels and things and maybe even not be able to get to a flight so I'd have to end up refunding your your uh, and your you know your fee so to avoid disappointment if you are thinking of that um, you know please do uh, sign up uh, which basically means paying for the uh, for the the uh, workshop via the links to PayPal on the mbpworkshops.com website and that's about it for today uh, so I guess the only thing really to uh, that remains to be said is you have a great week whatever you're doing and I'll speak to you again next week bye bye photocastnetwork.com your photography resource in the potosphere photocastnetwork.com